everybody, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Lost, a Let's Get Critical Critical podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Jesse. And I'm A. I'm Andreas. And we are here today to talk all about season four, episode four, Egg Town. Egg Town. What a name. I'm not... I'm not going to lie, when I was looking for this episode's Wikipedia page, I accidentally put Egghead. <laughs> um, so I don't know why I did that, but... Ben, ben Linus kind of has an Egghead, you know? It's kind of that shape. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, poor, poor Ben I know, Linus. we just really... Ran egghead, him. I mean, guys. if he wanted us to have more sympathy, then, you know, like, go about his decision-making differently. So, you know... That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Uh, speaking of decision making, uh, we had to make a decision about how to release episodes yes. given that we have some weird scheduling stuff coming up. So we are recording this episode before you even had a chance to send us any questions about it. So if you have any questions about this episode or episode three, The Economist, that you really want to make sure that we address, send them to us, uh, retroactively that indicate, I really want you to talk about this one. And let us know, and we'll go back to it uh, sure. if, if you really want us to. So other than that, though, it's all our normal housekeeping announcements. Thank you all for being loyal listeners. We love hearing from you. We love you sending us questions to discuss. Please keep, it, keep all of that coming. Uh, the best way to do that is to reach out to us on Instagram via direct message. If you want to post in the comments, that's fine, but keep it spoiler-free for our unspoiled listeners. Uh, the other thing is follow us on social media. Uh, follow the podcast on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to. Subscribe to the show, download the episodes, all of that good stuff that really helps us get our name out there. And then last but not least, ratings and reviews are hugely helpful to myself and Andreas. They give us good feedback, things to consider doing differently, things that you like that we need to keep doing, um, all of that stuff. It, it means a lot to us and we do take your feedback seriously. So if you have any, please don't hesitate to send it our way. That's all I got. You got any other housekeeping, Andreas? No. Uh, just again, slide in those DMs. And otherwise, we'll keep the train rocking and rolling. All right. Well, then, without further ado, uh, season four, episode four, Egg Town, originally aired on February 21st, 2008. Uh, the episode was viewed by 13.647 million American viewers. Um, as far as the summary of the episode, to remind you of what we are dealing with here, mm -hmm. uh, we get flash forwards from Kate. Uh, we already knew that Kate was one of the Oceanic Six yep. from the season three finale. Um, but here we go through Kate's court, uh, Tri trial. Why could I not think of the, the word? Trial. We go through Kate's trial um, with Jack testifying as a character witness on her behalf. Uh, and then on the island, we have Kate facilitating a meeting between Miles ben. and Ben. Miles bribing Ben. And Sawyer and Kate, um, I, I guess, yeah, continuing along this fling path, which we'll get into. Oh, how did I forget to mention? The biggest thing about this at episode. At the end of the episode, yeah. What am I, think what am I thinking, guys? Kate has a son. Kate has a son. And his name is Aaron. His name's Aaron, and he's blonde. Yeah. And, yeah. Do what you will with that information, yeah. I guess, but... <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that. Well, I, so, we actually know exactly what to make of it, but I don't know what we can say we do, we do. Uh, out loud. Uh, I, yeah, anyways, uh, you maybe have already so even figured it out, but, you know, that's <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Before we get to it all, Andreas, yes. where do you think IGN ranked this episode out of their list of all 113 episodes? So... This is an interesting one because I think it really depends on, I think, you know, Kate episodes tend to, to skew on the lower end of things because Kate, you know, we've talked a lot about, it, it's the writing. It's the writing about Kate. It's not Kate herself. <laughs> uh, but 
Um, you know, I, I it's been hit or miss throughout the term, course of this uh, of the show. So what I'm going to say here, though, is that I think it's a little bit better than that. But I still think it depends on like how invested are you, particularly I think in Jack and Kay. I think that's one of the big like things is like he says no that he loves her on the stand or whatever. Um, which would have been immediately struck down. But, you know, I digress. There's a lot of things about that trial that are not accurate. You wouldn't get charged. Very eye roll. You wouldn't get charged for all of those things at once. Like, that's not how that works. Like, it's like, whatever. Uh, point is, though, that I think if, if you are invested in that, then I think this episode is probably really effective because it cuts some of the bad things out of Kate's storyline. fake fake focuses on the things that are interesting about her but if you're really burnt out on k i don't know if it's enough to salvage that um so i'm gonna go somewhere in the middle i'm actually last episode was 55 i'm gonna go with the 50s wow i'm surprised you you thought ign would rank it that high they they did it they are ah. apparently on the burnt outside because this episode is number to them number 94 94 Ooh, so that's pretty low pretty low all right wow yeah my first swing and a miss this, 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 this season. They explain it pretty well. I'm, I'm going to read this uh, exactly because I, I think it sums it up. Um, as far as it sums up one of the points you made, like, uh, you know, there's the two options. This sums up what I think you were trying to say for one of the options. Uh, it says, the fact that Kate has always been a misunderstood introvert who chooses to run instead of accepting responsibility has always made her a very a very hard character to, quote, fall in like with. Episodes centered around her exploits are usually flat and stagnant. This was definitely the case here. Yeah. So flat and stagnant was how they how they saw it. Um, I, oh, I kind of disagree with agree. that. Yeah, I don't agree. Yeah. I don't agree with it at all. Say what you're going to say, because I think we're I on thought, the same page. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so let's... Let's just let's just get okay. into it. Yeah, I, I think, think is probably yeah. the best way to start doing. It sounds like we both didn't dislike the episode no, by any means. No, I thought I, I actually no. ended up liking it more when I <laughs> I made a joke to my wife. We were like sitting down, we were watching it, and I was like, "Oh, we have to waste one of this week's episodes on a Kate episode." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so again, then it's the writing. It is not Kate. I don't want to seem like it's like again. I want to support the woman, but it's. 2008 tv show writing they make it hard. they make it hard yeah and so i um but i ended up kind of being kind of bought into some of the things that were going on and i thought this was a good exploration of her weaknesses like and and like confronting them in the moments that she's being presented with them and i also thought we got a, a good varied range of how she's handled of how she handle some of them i think really poorly some of them i actually think she, she does her own thing she handles it well she is assertive for herself like i'm like oh i i like that a little bit more there are moments where you see other people like clearly are taking advantage of her thinking lesser of her i'm thinking about that fight between um like Locke, right whenever Locke shows up when with the miles thing and he's like go back to your house and it's like she's the one that caused all of this like but you're just gonna dismiss her because she's a woman right right or like she's a dismissive she's a dismissible character so i thought that there was a lot of stuff like that to chew on that i, I wasn't fully anticipating um so I've, i ended up kind of really liking it that's part of the reason i think i gave it a little bit of an inflated perspective because i i was going into yeah. it really expecting to roll my eyes a lot and be really frustrated and there was some of that but i thought it was done in a way that was like purposeful cake makes you roll her eyes at her sometime um, and I thought we got a good balance of of seeing different flavors of her um, kind of come out as she's kind of like faced with like a lot of, I mean, to be fair, like a lot of stressful things, a lot of gray areas, a lot of like, how, what are you going to do, Kate? No one's making these decisions for you. You've got to decide. Um, I liked that part mm -hmm. of the episode. So I don't know. What were your kind of thoughts? I, gen I generally agree with a lot of what you're saying. I'm going to take a slightly harsher stance in, in terms of things being, in my interpretation, a little bit more black and white of what I liked about what she was doing and what I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like most of how she acted on the island. So yeah. most of how she was acting, I was still pretty like out on. I was like, okay, this is probably not the best way to be going about this. Or I, there was a lot of how she interacted with Sawyer I didn't like. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that I felt like, man, Kate, what are we doing? But what I really liked was how heavily that, for me, contrasted to the flash forwards yes. because I felt like the flash forwards were one of the first times where I actually really liked and respected her character. Like I was like, oh, for the first time in a long time, if not ever, 
almost every action, if not every action that Kate was taking in the flash forwards was not for herself. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would agree. I think that there's a selfless reason that she interrupts Jack on the stand. I think there's a selfless reason that she doesn't want to meet up with Jack. I think there's a selfless reason that she tells her mom, not, I'm not here to make a deal with you, either testify against me or don't. I think all of that is driven actually by concern out of for other people, not herself. Yeah. And that's a first. Mm -hmm. That's a first. Yeah. And, and like genuine, really like cool a lot of times she'll mask her decisions like I'm doing this for someone else. Yep. And it's like you're actually just imposing no. what you want to happen. Yep. <laughs> like, um, and yep. I definitely agree with you. That's kind of what I was trying to say. I liked that we got to see uh, there was some stuff on the island where it's like uh, with the island stuff. I there's a little like opposition. Like she was like, uh, no one's respecting me. So I'm gonna like do my own thing. And like I do I, would I have done what she have done? No, but what, do I understand why somebody would behave like that given how other people it were at least treating her? Yeah, I'm like, okay, you were trying to gain some autonomy here. You don't, she doesn't trust what Locke's doing, which is fair, I think, too. So she's trying to go about it her own way. Like, you know, that's sort of where, when I'm like giving her a little bit of pass again, what she ends up actually doing or mm -hmm. particularly with Sawyer, but I liked that we had these moments with Sawyer where she was acting like, you know, in a way. And again, I really liked Sawyer in this episode. I thought that was weird. He was very direct with her. He's like, okay, like, come on. Like, I understand like what's going on here. Like, yeah, I'm going to call a spade yeah. a spade. I appreciated that. Um, I, whatever. There was another scene with him and Locke that I really appreciated as well. But all of that kind of said, seeing that. And then as you said, in particular, how she handles Jack, I really liked that where she was like, no, like you can't get over your shit. Then like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're going to have to deal with that if you're, because that's part of me. Yeah. Like, whatever this is, this kid, that story, whatever I'm yep. happening there, that, that's part of me. That's part of what's happening. You don't get to pick and choose. Um, I'm not letting you do that. I really, really liked that from her. Uh, and I thought that that showed a lot of growth. Yeah. Um, I'm a little iffy yeah. on the, on the, should have let her lawyer argue that plea deal maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> i get what she's saying but you know i would have just really you know you you could have like i don't know not left the country you know you could have found some middle ground you could have you could have bought a little more you but it's, you ruined but it that is, prosecutor's case but and she's like except she's like i actually i did do those things so i need to take some punishment mm -hmm. it's like you know i I get it. She's it's wherever and they're at. The there's like palm is, trees. So it's no, like, you're not going anywhere. Like you're not. <laughs> well, and I think the main thing is the indication that there's no desire to run. No, right? She doesn't no want to run. run. No. She doesn't have it. She doesn't want to. No. And in it's some ways she wants care. to like she not even can. give herself that option. Right. Where she's like, yeah, no, this insane. is where I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that was this there. A lot of this was really refreshing, I think, for her character. I, I definitely so agree. What do you want to talk about first? I mean, that was uh, that was all of our like kind of general feelings about her and <laughs> the episode. Do you want to dive deeper into on island or flash forwards? Let's do the flash forwards first. Okay. All right. Because there's a couple so, of plots in the island, I think, that are harder to keep apart. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Kate, so she reveals that she has a son. Yes. Uh, right. She, that is part of kind of her whole process of, of in the trial, that seems to be a, a dictating factor for her, right? The yes. prosecutor wants, or the, her defense attorney mm -hmm. wants to bring in the son to help bolster her, her character. And she's like, no, I'm, we're not bringing him in here. I don't want him anywhere near any of this. Um, her mom wants then, to see her, the son. She rejects that. And she says, no. Like a plea deal. Yeah. Or not, not here whatever, to make a deal the testimony with you. deal or whatever her mom was trying to do. Yep. Yep. Her mom was like, basically, she didn't say it, but her mom was basically like, I won't testify against you if you let me see my grandson. And Kate was like, mm, yeah, no, mm -hmm. you can make whatever decision you want to make, but you're not seeing my grandson. Which I thought was really like pretty badass of her because I like, thought her so. mom, I would understand, you know. I mean, her mom betrayed her trust big time, but also Kate betrayed her mom's trust big, bigger time. <laughs> um, but I think the bigger issue is that uh, for me, because I agree with you, I, I don't actually think the betrayal has to do with that. I think the betrayal has to do with the fact that um, Kate sees her mother as a very unstable, unhealthy person. Yeah. Because of the fact that her mother essentially defended 
this abusive person um, for so long who was actually, you know, like in many ways hurting Kate. We never got any official confirmation if he had actually abused Kate, right? But he was like coming on to Kate in that one episode when she was old. She wasn't a kid, but um, he was like coming on to her in that weird way. She was like putting him into the bed when he was drunk. That was actually the night she killed him. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the point is, I don't know if she would trust her mom with the grandson like she's like no you are not safe like you are not emotionally well to be with my son yeah yeah no i and i, I thought that was like a I fair appreciated stance that, for her to take and i really appreciated that in the context of like if her mom would have approached her some other way right and just under some other pretense and kate was that harsh i'd be like give this lady a little bit of grace. She thought you were dead. You know, yep. <laughs> we got some emotion to yep. sort through here. A thousand percent. But because of the added component of like, she was trying to like use the situation Manipulate to get something her. that she wanted. Kate called that out. And I really appreciated that. Cause that was very true. Like your mom was trying to get something out of this, Kate. Don't let her do that. Make that woman like have a bone in her own body and like a, her own moral compass. She ends up doing the right thing. Um, which is nice to see, but, um, it was yeah. almost an exact um, contrast of Sawyer doing that to Kate. Yes. Yeah. On Island, right? Yeah. Like Sawyer is like, you're here to get something from me. Yes. Like what? Like exactly. It was like that same exact parallel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, and that's one thing I think this episode um, does so well. The, the parallels between the two, um, which I don't think we've really had with the flash forward so much. Um, because with Jack's mm-hmm. flash forward, no. it was very much like Jack's being, he's losing control of situations, right? <laughs> that's Jack. Um, with Hurley, it was harder because what was happening on Island, he didn't, he got to have a little bit more autonomy. He got to have a little bit more saying things, but then what was happening in his flash forward, he was directly trying to get rid of his autonomy, right? It just wasn't, there wasn't a lot of room for that. So I really appreciated that. Um, same with Saeed, what was happening on Island, there just wasn't a lot of room for character exploration. So I actually thought that this was a really nice way. It, it, It gave a nice blueprint for how, you know, the writers can keep doing that. And I hope to see a little bit more of that because there was a lot of parallels of like seeing the characters right and and that's right in one situation she's the perpetrator of that and the other one she's the one that's recognizing it someone's trying to use that against her i just thought that there were a lot of cool Mm -hmm. moments like that i totally agree um what was your take on her interrupting jack on the stand Uh, first of all let's Let's suspend the disbelief of that situation because the defendant is not allowed to stand up and interrupt the witness. That is not a thing. However, let's assume that it was a thing. Um, why Why does she do it? Um, do you think? I think there's a bunch of reasons. Uh, I will say my wife's hypothesis, she gave me a hypothesis. Um, and she was like, oh, I think that everyone, they a handful of them must have left the island and like left some of them behind or like trying to keep it a secret from people. Uh, and so she was concerned about making sure that they kept, by letting Jack speak too much, um, right. Then all of a sudden there's a cover story, right? You don't want to get caught in that cycle. And so she, my wife's hypothesis is that she interrupted to try to protect the people back on the Island, whatever that means. Okay. So that, okay. That just, okay. That's what I'll float out there. My feeling is that she interrupted to try to protect Jack. Yes. Because Jack was perjuring himself. Yeah. Like everything that Jack was saying, we know is not true. Yeah. Right. Like the story that he gives is like, oh, well, only eight of us survived and then two of them died. And now there's six of us and we were out in the water and she rescued us all. Like, it's like this crazy story that we're like, wait a minute, we were there for the pilot episode. That is not what happened at all. Like none of what you just said is what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some truth to it. Like, yeah, she assisted with things. She did provide, she stitched Jack up, but Jack was not going to die if Kate didn't stitch up his arm. Like, yeah, I think she was protecting Jack. Yeah. I think she was like, it's one thing for us all to be part of whatever this is, like what your wife was saying, like whatever this whole like scheme of information that's going on. It's one thing for us all to agree to participate in that. It's another thing for you to be up, on the stand in where like there could be consequences to, to what you've done if something were yeah. to happen right yeah definitely exactly i think and i think that that's part of it right I, what you said i i actually think that was a moment of her someone could really interpret that as someone being selfish right she didn't want to deal with the cognitive disposition she didn't want to deal with it but actually once you start analyzing it from any really perspective you start to see a person who really made a decision to try to protect either as a group of people one individual 
her kid. She doesn't want her kid to testify, even though that'd be better for her. Right. She's like really like, I'm going to fight it, but I'm going to fight it on my terms. Uh, and I respect that yep. out of her uh, in this in, yep. in this context a lot. I also think there is something to be said for I do think that some of the cognitive dissonance argument is at play. Yeah, right? definitely. Like she doesn't about, do that but, without that. You but know? I no, like there is the selfish mentality of like, I don't want to hear this. But in some ways, I think that that actually does speak again to growth on her part, because the reason she doesn't want to hear these lies being told about her is because it's painful to be like, that isn't me, actually. Well, <laughs> how I was acting on sense, the island is in some sense though. Like that's also part of the cognitive dissonance. It's like, it's like Jack was telling lies from like a yeah. If you like mapped out the series of events and but if you think about the truth as like the like what is the heart of what happened? Kate did take care of Jack. Kate did protect people. Right? Kate did other people. Yeah, yeah. like that. That is true. Kate was that person. Now. That isn't exactly the plot that unfolded, but she was that person. Like, she really did help people. She really did protect people. She really did help Jack. Jack really, yeah, he really didn't ask. He, like, he didn't ever ask her. He trusted her that if it was something he would need to know, she would tell him, and that it had to be something that he was like, that's not the person. Like, that's a true statement. He, I think that that's real. Um, and so I think that that is all... Again, I think all these things are kind of intersecting here, right? And she... That is making yeah. her uncomfortable to some because she has a hard time thinking that about herself. Um, and so, yes, partly. But the other way to look at that, and again, it's probably all of the above, <laughs> because the other way you could look at it is that let's say let's say that this same exact situation was playing out on the island, which makes no sense. Okay, no. we can agree. But who Kate was on the island versus who she appears to be in these flash forwards. Who Kate was on the island, I don't think she struggles that much with that cognitive dissonance. Like, she's like, okay, this is going to get me out of the situation that Definitely. I'm in. I'll let Jack, like, say sing my whatever, praises and it's going like, to get whatever. me out of And she might stand there whatever, bashfully, as as but, I, like, she'll let it go. She'll let it happen. Yeah, she'd be weird about it and she'd do the, like, uncomfortable Kate thing, but she wouldn't be like, stop, this is not an accurate representation of who I am. And I think to some degree, what her intense discomfort with in the courtroom is that what he is saying... Actually, even at the core of what you're saying, like even if you break it down to like the most core elements of the truth, so to speak, I'm using truth in quotes, but even if you break it down to that core element, it's still not exactly an accurate representation of her. And she knows it. Yeah. She knows that a lot of what she did on the island, I think was selfish. She knows that a lot of how she treated Jack was probably not right, right? Like I think, at least to me, that's what how what I've filled in the gaps between the time we see her on the island and the time we see her in the flash forward is that she's done a lot of growing to be less selfish. And during that reflection process, she would have gone, man, I did some shitty things to people on this island. <laughs> definitely. Well, I definitely think that. And I think that it's supposed to pose to the audience that kind of like larger kind of existential question of like, well, what makes a good person? Is it that you yeah. haven't murdered people and haven't lied to people? Well, not everybody's murdered someone, but we've all lied, right? We've all betrayed people. We, we've all done that. Yep. Does that lied. preclude we've us from being a good genuine. person or whatever? And I think that that's something we're supposed to, that's like a, I think that that's a theme within Kate that has been tried. They've been trying to bring that out. Um, I think this episode was the first time that they really did a, a good job of that, of like, no, it's, 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 it's really just about, you know, are you trying to take care of other people? Are you trying to defend like other people? Are you trying to also like right, being true to yourself and like taking care of yourself? Like that's part of it too. There are times you have to be that way, right? In order to protect yourself. And I thought that that was the interesting thing about the courtroom scene. She did it. And again, from the surface and based on everything we know about Kate, that seems so selfish. That seems like such a Kate move to like interrupt the court, make this big old deal because she couldn't deal with it being uncomfortable but then again, really working through it, you see that that actually had a different function this time around because there must have been some growth kind of as, as you're kind of trying to say. Yeah. So um, definitely, yeah. I think this is all part of it. And again, why I liked the episode a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, OK, so let's get to the very last part of the flash forward then. Um, she goes home. We see her son for the first time uh, and she refers to him as yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Um, do you remember what you thought? Yeah. At 
I do remember the time that this aired. And then I would also be curious to see what your wife's interpretation of that was as a first time viewer. Yeah. So I thought that that was baby Aaron, Claire's baby Aaron. Uh, That is also my wife's interpretation of it. So I will leave that there. I do not remember what I thought for sure, but I seem to think that me and my college roommates maybe weren't sure if it would be if it was Aaron Claire's baby or if it was Kate had a baby with Sawyer mm, at some point they, along the way. I, I seem to remember that's true, that because she's pregnant, right? That's another, that that's another thing that comes up. Because there's that like, whole, yeah. Like, obviously, she could have named the baby Aaron. That makes a lot of sense, particularly if something happened to baby Aaron. And I think I remember, I think I remember going, huh, well... Jack is so reticent to see the baby. Is that because it's Sawyer's baby? That's a good thought. I, I remember that that was a point that we, we thought it could be that. It could be that it's Aaron Claire's baby. It could be that it's uh, just a baby. Someone. I think, the, I think those were the two things, if I remember correctly, my college roommates, and I thought it had to be one of those two things. Yeah, that makes Sawyer's sense. Sawyer's baby or Claire's baby. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't really remember what the kind of online discourse was. When that spoiler dropped, I wish I remembered a little bit more. Um, but I remember I just that was just my my I just thought it was Claire's baby. I just that was just my thought. And I was just like, oh, it's what happened to Claire. I just remember that being kind of my immediate gut reaction mm-hmm. to the episode ending was like, mm-hmm. but Claire, like, like, you know, like my in my brain, like having that. So that was definitely yep. my my guess. And again, I, my wife had pretty much the exact same reaction. So the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah she had the same one. But I like that the story thing. That's. That's smart, though. That's tricky. Because uh, that is, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. And of course, yeah. there's always the ambiguous yeah. thing that is probably actually not either of these things that we can't even conceive of until we see exactly. it play out in the show. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if you're an unspoiled listener and you had a, had a theory, you have, have a, theory? a theory? Yeah, let us know. Um, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Um, we'll Mysterious. leave it at that for now. Um, Mysterious toddler less Aaron. Than Mysterious toddler Aaron. Um, I think that's it for the flash forwards. I think we can move yes, to so. the island. So let's talk about Locke on the island yeah. first. Because some of this is a little strange for me. Um, some of it I like, and some of it's a little weird. There's one thing in particular that's a little weird for me, and I'll get to it. Let's start with what I like. I like the first scene where Ben is gets to Locke again. Yeah. Locke cannot stop letting Ben get, get to, to him. him. And no. I find that so interesting. Yeah. He just lets it's him like, get Locke, understand. come on. How have you not learned? Don't let this guy do this to you. And he like, he knows it. He like says it like literally right before yeah, it happens. He and then it. he just, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like it's that though. Yeah. I, d- I don't like it, but I like it. Cause I'm like, that feels like something that is how the real world operates. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. People say it, it doesn't bother me. I see through it, whatever. And they still are emotionally impacted by it. Yeah. Now Locke is making a very stupid move to let Ben know that he's emotionally yes, impacted that's like the biggest it. thing about it. Where it's like, you know, <laughs> I would hope that you could be. But that's Locke. Yeah, that's true. That is Locke. That's Locke. He's immature in many ways. Yeah. I mean, his dad knew every step of the way. How oh, much that's true. Yeah, his dad knew. His dad knew. That's an interesting parallel, actually. That's a little, hmm. It's good food for thought, Jesse. That's Locke, yeah. right? He's not growing in that regard. He's yeah. not growing in that regard. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's, he's really um, The part I didn't like, well, actually, no. No, 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 no. Let me, go, let me go to something else that made sense to me, but it's hard to watch. And it's his increasing cruelty, right? Like, yeah. One of the things I always liked about Locke was actually that he was generally diplomatic with people. He was usually someone who would kind of, he was going to do his own thing. He wasn't exactly like the greatest team player by any means. Yeah, he's oppositional but he wasn't, a little, or a little. Yeah, aloof. but he wasn't, um, he wasn't a, a, a supporter of like torturing people. He wasn't a supporter of really aggressive tactics to try to get the, I mean, whoa, that he has taken a turn. Oh, no, I mean, back, the right? grenade in the mouth is, that is the a move. <laughs> it was so 
I, again, I don't necessarily, I'm not here saying that I don't think that Locke would do that. I think that that's the trajectory he's been on. I really, I really do think that, that that's the trajectory he's been on. The part that I don't like, there's, it's very small, but it's one thing I just have to point out. I don't like the part when whoever it is, I think it's Kate, goes to Locke, and he says that, um, basically like this isn't a democracy and if you think that how jack ran things is how i'm gonna run things like that's not true and there's a couple reasons i don't like that one jack did not run a democracy jack did not run a democracy (laughs) at all right that's been like well established throughout the show he didn't even ever pretend to i mean sometimes he'd be like what do people think but you know. that was kind of rare. Yeah. That was actually more likely to be Locke. Yeah, it was much more likely to be Locke. That was more likely. Now, whether or not Locke would go with it was a different story, but <laughs> Locke would be the one who would like be like, okay, well, what do people think? Or or more willing, like Locke would be like, oh, you want to come along? Okay, come on, let's go. Like you are you can be part of the group if you want. It was less like assigning things and telling people what to do. And it was more like, this is what I'm going to do. You guys want to come? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was much more democratic in many ways than Jack. And that's the part that I don't like because I don't like how now all of a sudden we're to believe that I guess they've like there. I, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't logically track for me that no. Locke would be like, we're not running things the way Jack run, it was running. things. Well, I can see how he logically- wanted to make us like, especially to Kate to really distinguish like. I'm not going to treat you the way Jack treated you like you are not going to have the same level of influence or input in this current iteration of the power dynamics. Um, But yeah, that specific line doesn't make sense again upon any, upon analyzing it. But I guess maybe that's not the purpose. Maybe the purpose was much more to cut Kate um, and to make it clear to her that like, you are not part of the power dynamics anymore. Like that is not what's happening. Yeah. Um, He could have been more explicit about that, I guess, but I guess he was being locked. So well, so there's, yeah, there's that piece of it. And then the other piece of it that I don't necessarily like, or maybe it's not that I don't like it. Maybe it's that I can't exactly figure out what to think about it is it seems like he's lacking insight to the fact that this is a different approach for him. And I yeah. think that would have been the more interesting story to tell. Like, don't contrast him to Jack, but be like, let's contrast him to who he was as a quote unquote leader in seasons one, two, and three to who he's decided he's going to be now, because that actually makes sense. That's a trajectory that makes sense that like he was trying things that weren't, weren't getting him the results he wanted. Um, and so now he's decided he's going to go a different route. And the route is a little bit more, it's looking a little bit more like Ben Linus, I think, and a little bit more like Jack than Locke actually would wish that it was looking. I guess That's more of an interesting story to tell. I guess one thing that I would think though, is that, uh, that I, that I have thoughts on, is that he wasn't democratic or gave equal level power. Like, it was very clear, like, I'm telling you what the fuck's happening with Boone. Um, and with, I mean, Barry Cheshire, right? He kind of has Charlie with him for a second. Echo refuses to hang out with him because of that. Um, and so there is this kind of, like, Sawyer has been trying to i think i think the change in tactics the change that there because there has been a noticeable change isn't necessarily that when he has people underneath him he does he he just says well i'm gonna i obviously know what's up and you don't so like that's what i he he does kind of have that aura about him a little bit the difference is that now he's forcing people to come along the ride with him he's dragging people along with him as opposed to before he was a little bit more like you can come with me if you want and like, you know, but I'm not like here to like impose this upon anybody else. Now he is. Now he's like, no, we are going together. I am the one that's in charge. So that way we can all do, you know, like that, that's where I feel like there's the biggest change. Yeah. When he's had power over people, he's not been shy about being pretty domineering. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know that I ever necessarily would say he was domineering. He was secretive about his what he really knew and what he why he was asking people. Like if you think about Boone, Boone wanted to be part of all of that. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. But Locke was not totally forthcoming about what 
Locke perceived to well, be happening. I think Boone wanted to be wanted to be wanted to have agency in the vote and whatever was going on. I think that him attaching to Locke, I think that that was more of an artifact of like that was just the best opportunity. And Locke knew that Boone wanted to be involved and wanted to feel important. And so he preyed upon Boone <laughs> uh, in some sense yeah. to, to, to yeah, create no, that. No, that's true. That's very um, true. And so that's where I get a little like, again, there's definitely a switch in his tactics. That's You are absolutely on, or on, on the track there. But thinking about it going forward, but that's again why the like mm-hmm. democracy line, it's like, it never was. It's never been with you. I don't know why anybody assumed it would be with you. <laughs> Kate's just still Jack. assuming that she's an adult with her own power, right? And and you were making that clear that you don't see her that way. That's the, I think. So I, I guess in summary, I guess after you've said all of this, I think what I would have preferred is for instead of the democracy comment, I would have preferred it to be a comment of Locke saying, I'm not who I used to be. Yeah, I would like, agree. I would have preferred it to be a reflection from Locke of like, I used or like to let things people... aren't the same way anymore. So like we're changing up yeah. what's going on yep. here. Yeah, yeah. Something that indicated some, it didn't have to be deep insight, but some level of insight that Locke is the one who has changed here. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I think that the writers were trying to, Jack, to it's that he himself yeah. has gone through some kind of foundational change. Yeah. And again, I think the, the, the <laughs> him evoking Jack was much more of trying to, emotionally impact Kate. I think that that was much more of the goal. And like thinking about it in the context of Kate's episode, why would he say that to her? You know, like I, I think that that was, was sort of part of it. Um, but I definitely agree. The way the writers went about that, there, there, there's a different way to deliver that and still hit on some of those beats in, in a way that makes more sense to actually what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So then I think that brings us to all of the Ben, Miles, Kate, Sawyer, Locke situation. Yes. So Kate decides that she needs to get uh, Locke, I mean, Ben and Miles together. She uh, essentially tries to manipulate Sawyer into helping her. He sees through it and agrees to help her of his own accord. Um, and... Miles and Ben have a discussion. They have a discussion. And right. Miles says, you give me $3.2 million and I'll tell the people back on the freighter that you're dead. And um, a specific amount of money, as uh, Ben points out. <laughs> uh-huh. Very. I don't know. Um, and then Locke finds out that Kate kind of tricked him and... Banishes Kate. Banishes Kate. She's banished. She's so, banished. Being Sawyer and Hurley's third roommate. <laughs> well, no. He, she she tells Sawyer that she has to leave in the morning. He, he, she's yeah. not even allowed to be their third roommate, according no. to Locke. Well, yeah. Locke says he wants yeah. her out. Yeah. Well, Sawyer's so like, you know, he's like, you're safe. He, like, he's trying to get her to stay. He's trying to get her to stay. Sawyer's trying to get her to stay. Um, so then let's talk about Kate and Sawyer, because I'm guessing that you that was where you had something to say something about. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to say I like here. Uh, be- uh, well, well that's why I said I'm guessing that's <laughs> the one you had something to say something about. Right. So we have their conversation in the kitchen um, where he's like, hey, you just are trying to get something out of me. There is a little, like, again, I like Sawyer this episode. He's, like, really upfront with Kate. He tries to get Kate to move in with him. Ah, spoiler alert. Um, and she's yeah. like, no. <laughs> That's right. And he's just like, why are we, like, not, you know, like, he's clearly confused and, like, clearly wants to hang out with her. And then she comes and talks to him, and he's like, based upon our previous conversation, uh, you aren't just uh-huh. here for shits and giggles. Calls her out on it. Really enjoy that. Um and then Agreed. I think that actually the thing that's more interesting, I think, than the interesting conversation with them is um, that Sawyer goes and tells Locke, um, which I think says a lot about Sawyer. Like, he's not entirely sure what to do, uh, and he doesn't... No, oh. no, that was part of the plan. That was part of the plan, I guess. You're right, you're right. That was part of the plan that he had with Kate. 
because oh. he goes to tell Locke, and then that allows Kate to go and get that's true Miles and bring, bring Miles over to Locke's house while yeah. Locke is on the way to go to see Ben. Well, I knew that that was why. I mean, to go see Miles. Yeah, I knew that. That's and then part of the original and then plan when was Kate, to have them talk, but I didn't pick up on the fact that it's he. She she knew that he was <clears> going to specifically tell her what was happening. Yes, because. Because Sawyer goes to Locke and basically says, I think Kate's going to try to <coughs> talk to Miles. And Locke's like, no, she doesn't know where Miles is. And Sawyer's like, well, yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> Everybody knows where he yeah. is. While they're presumably while they're having that conversation, Kate is on her way over to get Miles at the dock. Yeah. And while she's on the way back to Locke's house to bring Miles to talk to Ben, Locke is on his way to where she just was with Sawyer yeah. to go and catch Kate, in quotes, when Sawyer knows that's not where Kate's going to be. Yeah. And by the time Locke and Sawyer get back to Locke's house, Kate has already had the time she needed to facilitate the conversation between the two of them. Yeah. <coughs> and Sawyer reveals that he was in on the plan when they're in the bedroom later. So when they're... When she goes, when Kate comes back after it all goes down, Sawyer says something like, I'm sorry, I couldn't like defend you. I couldn't have Locke not trusting both of us. Like it made sense for you to take the fall, even though I was involved is basically what he says in so many words. Mm. So that was actually Sawyer a thousand percent working for Kate and making it look like he was working with Locke. Okay, that makes sense. I guess I interpreted that second line a little differently of like, Maybe it wasn't ever the plan to like, well, I mean, it, it, he needed to get her out of the house. I mean, get him out of the house, yeah. but he did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, I and I, I don't know why they exactly decide to do it that way. But I, I, I think maybe I'm wrong. But I think that when he says whatever he says to her when they're like, uh, like, I don't even know if they're kissing yet, but. Whenever they're like talking later, he he says something like, I couldn't tell Locke. I couldn't defend you too much because otherwise Locke would know I was in on it. Kind yeah, of thing. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, never mind. And actually would have been smart if Locke had like said that Kate could stay. That would have been the smart move so that Locke would have still trusted one of them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, man. But. Yeah. Either way, I still don't really mind that Sawyer does that. Like, I, I'm like, whatever, Sawyer, you can help Kate out on this. In this. Oh, I mean, again, again, like, being skeptical not? of Locke, that's like the most rational thing Fair. that anybody can possibly yeah. do. That's the other thing yeah. about it is that I'm actually, you know, like, Kate is kind of acting weird and like why she's deciding to help Miles as her response to not trusting Locke. We can question that as a decision, but the fact that she is going in opposition to Locke because she, you know, she thinks that he's doing something weird like that. I, that tracks and somebody's got to do something about it. And I appreciate that she's doing the best that master tracker Kate can. I know that she can't just follow some tracks this time, but you know, she's doing what else she can. But the reason <laughs> she's doing it, this goes back to the court case situation yeah. and how she's grown in the flash forward. Cause the only reason she's doing any of that is to find out if miles really, if, if the people off Island really know something about her, yeah. if she's going to be able to get away with, things without yeah that's like the motivation that's a little weird i i honestly think they didn't even need that they could have just been like because she wants to know more about them <laughs> and like know what their plan is and like you know like i think that that would have been just as reasonable just as reasonable not the best explanation but the like i need to know if you know about it me but i guess that's fair because it's like Kate. she's trying to figure out if she needs to stay or not um, exactly right. Sawyer raises the concern in her mind of like are you really sure you want to go yeah and then she's like shit maybe I should check and see if am I immediately going to be just hauled off to prison <laughs> because if so maybe I should stay here huh, well, what do I you guess think, maybe I'll Kate? ask Miles <laughs> you're just going to come like, back kind of the entire world knows who you are yeah <laughs> yeah like how did you not think about that no. before Sawyer apparently planted that in your mind and then you decided you needed to investigate. It. I mean, I guess I get not necessarily thinking, just being like, I'm trying to get off the island because I don't want to be stuck on a desert Same. island my whole life. And then really being faced with it being like, oh, wait a second. 
But once she got confronted with it, the obvious he didn't she didn't need to she didn't need to talk to anyone. She no. just needed to know what the no. outcome was going to be. Whether or not the people on the boat knew actually doesn't tell you anything. The moment you step on shore, no. there's a U.S. marshal waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Whoever, they right? Uh, people, survivors flight. from the flight are coming. There's a U.S. marshal there to make sure that you're not yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You didn't so need to go through it, all this. Stuff. That whole thing. I like that. it. I actually like it in the sense that it's totally logical that this is how Kate would act. Definitely. And it facilitates, it allows a reasonable um, exchange of information for the audience where yeah. we get to find out some information between Miles and Ben in a way that makes total sense. Yeah. Like this is exactly what, how this would have played out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. Um, and again, it's a really nice parallel for what comes in the flash forward for her character. Like yeah. it's a very, very different yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so then her and Sawyer are, I guess, kind of making out and Sawyer's like, we didn't have sex last night. Let's have sex now. And that seems a little weird. It's a little. It's a little, it's a little dated. <laughs> yeah, it's a little dated. I don't think the intention was it. For, was for it to come off. I think the intention was for it to come off as Sawyer being flirty, but I think it came across as well. I guess she a had like pressure. She, she does like res- clearly it states that she does not like that. He does back off when she does. Um, yeah, but yeah, like the the fact that he says that is obviously indicative. And I mean, Sawyer is misogynistic, so I guess maybe honestly, this yes. is growth for him. The fact that he could just make a joke about it. And then as soon as, you know, somebody's like, no, and he was able to recognize the boundary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. Sign- maybe that's growth was- for Sawyer. I don't know. Um- <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think you're making a bad point at all. I think the, um, I think overall, I think that scene, because it's dated, it's a little harder to yeah. kind of pull out what is the intention there. Yeah. I actually think that that scene was meant to make Sawyer look flirty and like he was really indicate and it, it might not have been done in I think we can all agree it probably wasn't <laughs> done in the best way but the idea of it I think was to show that like he's really into her he really yeah. likes her he's really into this whole them kind of being together he actually likes her for more than sex I think is what that scene was also meant to show us in a kind of weird way right but it was like yeah we didn't have sex last night that's not all I want to do with you like I actually like hanging out with you um I think it was kind of trying to get that point across. And then, you know, I I thought Kate slapping Sawyer was so out of line. I mean, yeah. Like, I had he been, like, so pushing, he wasn't, the, right, you know? Like, I mean, I guess, I mean, what Sawyer says is true, right? Like, this is the other thing that's true. It's like, you have been About bouncing- the pregnancy? About the pregnancy and about bouncing yeah. back between her, him and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all, that's all very true. Uh, <laughs> Could he have said it more sensitively? Sure. But just because yeah. he's saying it in a not sensitive way, that doesn't give you the right to physically aggress him. Like she, yeah. act, she slaps him she, yeah. hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, that's probably going to have lasting consequences. It's, it's not, it's not a good look, especially given what you said about, like the fact that everything that he's saying is like verifiable. Like, like, yes, you have been going back and forth between these men. Yes. You have been treating both of them kind of crappy. And like the whole, like, would it have been the worst thing in the world if I'd gotten pregnant? And so I was like, yes, Kate, yes, it would have been the worst thing in the world. It if would have been pregnant because you would, would die. have died. <laughs> you would die. The Island has indicated that you would die. If you were preg- became pregnant on the island, right? Isn't that the whole thing that Juliet was trying yes. to share? And but, yes, and like with Sun, like thing. yeah, you didn't go through all. Sun literally went through a whole trauma experience, but that's already. And not only would you have died, Kate, because even if you, even if your soul, like not soul, that's not the right way to say it. Even if one of your main goals in life is to have a baby and be a mother, from everything that we know from Juliet, the babies don't survive either. Uh, the, the, so that, I mean, like that seems like, yeah, like it's like yeah. I mean, it's just if lose lose. You're dead, and the baby's and dead. the baby's yes, dead. Kate, all that is all anybody thing. had to do was watch you become pregnant and then die. That's not great. That just that's just you imposing trauma upon everybody else. 
Also, it's so manipulative of her to even insinuate that she wanted to have a baby with Sawyer. Yeah. That, she does not want to have no, a baby with Sawyer. No, she does not want to have a baby with Sawyer. So for her to even suggest that Sawyer is in the wrong for saying he doesn't want to have a baby with her, like, that's really, really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. No. She slaps him and she leaves. And, and she leaves. I'm like, good riddance, Sawyer. Stop. Don't go back to her, Sawyer. Like, call this off. No. No. It's a bad habit at this point, my dude. <laughs> it's toxic. You have grown. She has not. She's it's not. It's time to move no. on. It's time to move on. I would agree. Now, flash forward, Kate. That's a different story. I'll entertain yeah, She draws that a line in the same. She get, he, but, Jack's like, hey, I didn't mean what I said. And she's like, you know, you know where I am. And I will always be here yeah. for you. But you got to accept this baby. Which apparently she really wants a baby. So. Yeah. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> More than living. All right. Anything else for the no, unspoiled I think, section? Yeah, I, think, I think we've talked segments. circles on this one. <laughs> we have. Uh, okay, unspoiled segments. There's no wall count because there's no Michael. Michael, wherever you are, we hope you're well. We hope you're well. Uh, CPR, no CPR. No, no CPR. Uh, how about a nickname? Did you have a nickname? No. No nickname. I had one. Um, Claire refers to Aaron as Muffin. <laughs> He's kinda, a little Muffin. She picks him up. She's like, hi, Muffin. I was like, oh, that's cute. That is cute. I like that. Uh, how about a best or worst fashion choice? Best or worst fashion choice? Worst fashion choice of the week has to be anything Kate wore to court. <laughs> okay, I disagree. <laughs> Mostly I agree her with hair. Most things. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. I I actually had a best fashion choice as one of the outfits that she wore. Oh. Only one, though. I agree that most of them were not good, but okay. I had one that I liked. Which one? I actually liked the last one. I liked the silky blouse with the pencil skirt and the pumps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about the scene in the house. She looked good. Yeah. And she like, goes yeah. to see when the she, kids. She takes her hair down. Yeah, she, she takes, takes her, her hair I think down that that's, that. So maybe I should be more specific. Kate's hairstyles in court. She was not doing not herself any. It was like she was trying to lose. <laughs> <laughs> She Kate's a better with her hair down, I guess. No, Maybe. she can have her hair up in like I a ponytail or like a bun. It was just the like yeah. it was like a nineties, early two thousands thing. Like, the like, yeah. the, like super gelled curls that are like like plastered back. Like that just used to be a look. And it's not yeah. anymore for a lot of reasons. And she really leaned yeah. into it. You know, I guess go with the That's times. Fair. Maybe That's maybe fair. that is a maybe that is a a, a good move. Uh <laughs> I, I, that's fair. I, I, the last outfit though, I thought was very cute. The pencil, the, the long pencil skirt with the silky purple blouse and the pumps yeah. with the hair down. All right. It was a good look. Good look, good look, good Um, okay. How about a favorite line? I'm afraid we're gonna have the same one this week, Jesse. I'm scared. What, what did you have? I had, I, you Scooby-Doo'd me. <laughs> From Hurley. That's a good one. I didn't have that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. From Hurley. Yeah. From Hurley. Uh, my favorite line of the episode came from Miles, and he says, it's extortion if you want to get technical. <laughs> when Ben says, oh, yeah. come here to blackmail, blackmail me, me, and he says, like, it's extortion <laughs> if you want to get technical. Yeah, I don't undersell Miles' accomplishments. Yeah, he's extorting you, Ben. He's extorting you. He's not blackmailing. Anyone can blackmail you. But extortion, yeah, yeah. you got to have a power differential. And he's also a prisoner. You're getting extorted by another prisoner, Ben. I think that's, it is an important that's distinction. That's a, a new low for Ben. A new low for Ben, Linus. Yep. All right. All right. If you would like to remain unspoiled, it is time for you to get lost. Get lost in. I don't have much, Andreas. I don't um, have a lot either. Other than Obviously, obviously. we know... That's really Aaron. It's baby I was Aaron. just curious. I was trying to get a gauge for how obvious that was or wasn't for people. I feel it like, it's, like it's based on how. So I was curious too. <laughs> and especially when it happened, I was like, I like immediately looked at my wife and she was like, why does she have Claire's kid? <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like, that was just, there was just no, like, 
that her brain didn't do anything out like that was just immediately what she yeah. put it in and i did i remembered that that was my genuine reaction but i couldn't remember how much of that was maybe influenced by like engaging with the speculation online right. and things like that so like i was like ah. but then she said that and i was like okay i think that that's pretty i think it's I think it's pretty on the nose. I mean, I think yeah. but that's why I liked the Sawyer thing because that's like that is a really good counter thought. It, that's totally reasonable. Jack doesn't want to see the kid. That is, there's an emotional attached to that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty I think sure that, that my roommates and I had that discussion. Yeah, like, is it that? Could it? No, be? that's and a smart idea. There's the whole pregnancy. Honestly, smarter than what they ended up doing in the show. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you guys should have been the writers, honestly. No. Um but yeah, I, I, and I think they, you know, they've been really on the nose about it. Jack doesn't want to go back to the island. That that is something specific. So any sort of attachment to that. So it's like the fact that it is Aaron, I think, again, I think that that just makes sense kind of in the narrative that they've constructed so far. But, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and I'm, I'm really interested to talk about this more as this story unfolds because yeah. I feel like it's always, it's always a, um, kind of interesting like Aaron is the most interesting aspect of whether it's good to, or of them to be keeping the secret or not yes yeah like and a child is being kept from his mother so, so like being kept from how, mother, which is also and a mother like, is being kept from her child yeah yeah so it's like that's really like a fascinating yeah. and it, I think we see and that that was the hardest part to not be able to talk about in the unspoiled section for me was whether or not Kate's everything that Kate's doing for Aaron is actually growth or not for Kate. Because this is not your child. Like this is kind of selfish, like in a weird way, but I don't think it really is. She made a deal with Claire, you know, she didn't really make a deal with Claire. Did she? A deal's maybe a short. I don't remember how it pans out exactly. I think there. Is it that they can't find Claire? Like, is it, does Claire go off at that point already? Oh, I, I don't remember what happens. Well, yeah, but I think you, I, I think Kate is under the assumption that keeping things under wraps is what's going to keep everybody the most safe. Alive. And, right, alive, right? right? And that's what's going to keep everybody alive. And so I do think that she does, whether or not, you know, she also doesn't have all the information. Like she doesn't understand that Claire's like gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? If she knew that. Well, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. She, I don't remember. She, but Kate definitely doesn't have that information, at least as far as I'm aware, at this point in time. She has to like go, I think they go back and learn that. Oh, um, yeah, before they find that yeah, out. Before they yeah. find that but out. The, no, yes, yes, and because the part that I can't remember is if, I don't remember how Kate winds up with Aaron. Like, I, I don't remember how that happens where she's with him and takes him on the on the off the island without Claire. Like, I can't remember if it's that Claire is already, like, off and they can't find her and they don't know that she's gone crazy, but they just, like, can't find her. And so Kate's like, I kind of feel like it's that because I feel like Kate takes her and then slowly but surely off island, Kate is like, we need to go back and see if we can find Claire. Like, whatever happened to her? Why was she just missing? Yeah. And then they go back and find out she went crazy. I kind of feel like that's how it goes, but maybe I'm wrong. It, it might be something like that. I, I was a, I just am under the impression that there's more of a, but even if that's true, I guess this is why I'll put it. Even if that's true, whatever, right. It's like, we're leaving. She knew that Claire wanted to leave the Island with Aaron. And she's like, well, yeah, that's I'm going to take that, Aaron that, with me because I have to. Yeah. And it's that's what, that's what Claire would want. Like Claire would, this. Claire would sacrifice. Like she would have, she would agree to that. Right. If I have to stay, yeah. but Aaron can go. She would have she would have agreed to that. Um, I think we're all right. So Kate doesn't have to like battle that as like an anxiety. But again, that's for, sort of where because of that, even if there wasn't if it was unspoken, I do believe that Kate thinks that she's doing what's best in the best interest for Aaron. It's hard to know without I all agree. the information that's that's possible though. So I do think it is still indicative of growth. I'm interested though. Maybe we learn some more context or or Kate no, I agree with more. you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's, I'm pretty sure that that's, that that's accurate. Like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's, that yeah. that's I think, accurate. yeah, Everything I think she maybe is put in a position where she has to make that choice, but I decision. think that, and I think we're building up to it, right? We have the scene in this episode where it's like, Claire asks 
Kate to hold Aaron, right? And she's like, no. I liked all of the Claire no, and, liked, and Kate scenes. I liked that a lot too. I liked that they were roommates actually. I'm like, I wish we would yep. have had some more of these. And the, it, it, this could have been a little bit more present earlier in the show. Um, I think we could have had different relationships with these characters maybe um but i really yeah, like that i thought I that they were good for each other um it seemed very believable i liked the like the boys had their bunks the girls had their bunks. yep that, that was fun but yeah i thought so too i totally i enjoyed yeah. all of that especially mm -hmm. given the context of where this is going with yeah. claire and, yeah. and kate and aaron yeah. so um i think that was the only thing i really wanted to make sure we talked about on this the lock yeah. stuff I mean, that's a, there's nothing spoiler that we need to talk about with that. No. Um, same with, I mean, Miles and Ben, we obviously know where that's all headed. So, <laughs> um, $3.2 million. $3.2 million. Which apparently is so, super helpful out there in the ghost world. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, Okay. Anything else? No. No. I think we should wrap it up here. All right. Well, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, we will be back next time with season four, episode five. See you guys later. Get